Carolyn Martin, and I'm talking art today with Kelly Lau, who is executive director of the German American Heritage Center in Davenport, and also with Colleen Tomlinson, communication and media arts teacher at the Creative Arts Academy of the Quad Cities. Welcome, Kelly and Colleen. Thank you very much. Thank you. We're going to talk today about the collaboration uh, that has resulted in the creation of the giant advent calendar that's displayed in the windows of the German American Heritage Center. The German American Heritage Center is located at 712 West 2nd Street in Davenport. It's at the base of the Centennial Bridge. The advent calendar is now in its third year. And Kelly, what was the inspiration behind turning your building and its beautiful ornate windows into a giant advent calendar? We actually uh, drew our inspiration from a city hall that's located in Germany, and each year they take their 24 windows and start putting different images and uh, kind of lighting them up for the season. So we just thought that was a very beautiful idea, and we happen to have over 24 windows, so we thought it might be possible to use our facade in that way. You have numerous windows. You're using 12 of them for the advent calendar correct? Oh, yes. Um, so our south facade faces the Centennial Bridge and towards the river. And we go across the top floor of our building, which is the fourth floor, to count down to the 12th. And then we go down to the second floor and finish off our calendar, counting down to Christmas Eve, which is actually a traditional German uh, advent calendar, it goes to Christmas Eve or the 24th. And uh, usually American Advent calendars will go to the 25th. Mm-hmm. So this is really perfect for you, given the, the fact that you are showcasing all things German at your center. Uh, what's, the, what's the history of the Advent calendars? Um, there is a gentleman in Germany who started creating these um, Advent calendars, mostly out of paper and cardboard. And you'd open a window and see a beautiful design behind each number. And later on, it kind of morphed into different ideas of putting chocolate or candy behind the little doors or um, even now today you can get an advent calendar where you open it up and find a little thing of wine or socks <laughs> or anything you would can think of. And actually we were talking about uh, during World War II there was um, paper shortage and so they weren't able to make the advent calendars. So there has been kind of a ebb and flow of the availability. Mm-hmm. And then I had read, too, that you're, you're cracked during World War II because of this shortage of materials. They weren't able to make them. But then in the U.S., President Eisenhower really was responsible for causing resurgence in the popularity of the advent calendars. Oh, yes. There's actually uh, images of him and his family uh, enjoying an advent calendar and um, kind of sparking interest among everyone who was following the first family mm-hmm. in their uh, Christmas traditions. Yeah. What I love about this project is the collaboration with the um, Creative Arts Academy. And Colleen, you are an instructor of the students who have performed the artwork. Yes, we had our seventh grade students um, do the project, collaborating with the German American Heritage Center. And uh, each student was able to pick out their design. Um, Each student did three designs. We had 10 students in this class. They used Adobe Illustrator to um, do their vector-based imagery. And it was really interesting because they had this opportunity to put themselves in the position of a graphic designer and really see what it's like to work in this field, Um, you know, creating their artwork for basically a customer, which was like our German American Heritage Center. And they had design parameters, the sizes, um, and things like that to think about. I didn't know much about the Creative Arts Academy until we were talking. Tell us a little bit about that, because it's an, it's an amazing program that the Davenport Schools 
has to offer. It's wonderful. Yeah, we're on our fourth year here. We start in sixth grade, um, and they're in the academy. Um, we have Sudlow that we partner with, but you can also do open enrollment, but it's at, through Sudlow and Central High School as well. What are the different areas of study within the academy? So we have music, theater, visual arts, and communication and media arts. All within that. So these yeah. students are within what portion of that? They're in communication and media arts, Uh these seventh graders. It sounds like it's a really unique way to encourage our students who are artistic-based to continue their study and hopefully transition later on in life to employment within the arts. Absolutely. And and a phenomenal experience just as me as being a teacher here is the collaborations that we have with these community organizations because education is doesn't just exist, you know, in a vacuum in this one school. And this is these are wonderful opportunities for the kids to get out in the community, to have their art case showcased in the community and really make believers out of them that, you know, they can do this stuff and they just really need the opportunities. I think that a career based program in arts is is really interesting. Um, and there are many ways really that for the students working on this project, it did help prepare them for an ultimate career in the arts. Yeah. And they also got a chance to visit Edwards Creative and they um, do graphics design and they wrap um, cars with advertisements and they have a really awesome, incredible showroom and they met the graphic designer on staff there. So they really got to see how this industry works. Yeah. And, you know, I think the more opportunities they have to experience areas in the communication and media arts, the better prepared they're going to be to really decide what they want to do as they grow up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Edwards Creative Services is based in Milan, and they were the ones who produced these images that are on vinyl, correct? Yes, they printed them. So the vinyl then just adheres to the windows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically the um, our windows each have four panels. So they um, will have a number panel and an image panel. And we kind of just peel off a backing and um, swipe it onto the window and it stays up until we take it down. That's so clever. And then and then you have these lights that backlight them so that at night you can drive by and see the advent calendar in the windows? Oh, yes. So you actually can see the images very well in the day, daytime. So that's why I actually go in at 4 p.m. and install a new image and number each day so you can't get a spoiler of all the different images <laughs> that are going to be uh, appearing throughout the month. And um, But at night we do have like um, – basically um, a light that kind of shines from behind the image in our fourth floor and second floor spaces. So it really just kind of glows and uh, creates a beautiful projection kind of of the image out to the cars or people walking by or whoever uh, looks up and sees the beautiful designs in the windows. Yeah. Describe how the collaboration between the two of you began. How did that come about? So I had kind of mentioned about the inspiration from that town hall in Germany, and we knew we had the windows and we had the desire to create this advent calendar, but we had no idea how to execute it. Uh, We thought about painting the windows. We thought about um, hanging things outside of the windows and installing lights on the outside of the building that shone on paintings. And we just went through all sorts of different ideas uh, trying to figure out how to execute this project. Um, we thought about doing a call for artists, and but then we didn't know what to do with them <laughs> once we uh, asked them. So we actually um, went and spoke with Kathy Edwards and told her our idea. And they just, you know, t- as a graphic designer, they took our 
our kind of basic idea and figured out how to how to make it happen, how to make it realized. So uh, once we were able to do that, the Creative Arts Academy had just started, and they just down the street from us over at the Davenport Public Library, and they we knew they had a graphic design class, and basically it kind of just between conversations worked out that we were going to use the seventh grade students. And at first we were kind of like, oh, can seventh graders do this? Is this going to be okay? And then they, you know, of course, blew us out of the water. Uh-huh. They can, they are very skilled and creative and imaginative. So we were just so pleased and knew that this had to be a tradition. That's we had to do this so every year. Beautiful. And you should never underestimate a seventh oh, grader. Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what specific parameters do you give to the students? Uh, I come down and I I visit the class and I kind of tell them a little bit about the history of Advent calendars and uh, show them different examples of, you know, you can make an Advent calendar out of a shoebox or you can make one out of a tree, um, anything you could think of. So then I say, well, we want to, you know, make one out of our building. And we talk about the um, need for the images to be seen from afar. Um, We talk about the countdown and how we need to pick out different fonts and something that's thick and visible and has a lot of contrast. So Mm -hmm. uh, when it's lit from behind, it is um, something that's visually stimulating and also uh, something that people can recognize and know what it is. Colleen, what what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so I mean, this big idea was making connections with other people too. Um, and so they asked, um, you know, we asked them, um, how, you know, how can you connect with a large audience? Um, how can you communicate? Also, a variety of winter celebrations. So it doesn't just have to be directly related to Christmas. Um, so some students used did things like hot chocolate or you know things like that. Oh, yes. We have a a giant uh, cookie with a Santa hat that I really love. It's a chocolate chip cookie that's wearing a Santa hat. Um, Also, there is an ugly Christmas sweater. So that one's really fun, too. That's really great. They really have to make sure that whatever they're choosing, um, it's going to be seen from a faraway distance, Mm -hmm. you know, because people will look when they're on the bridge or they're down on the street. So that's kind of another thing they have to think about. Mm -hmm. And that does change the design. So there are design aspects that that are – really created or carved out by the by that restriction, by the fact that there are large windows, but they have to be seen by um, from a distance. And they're really long and narrow, too. So they have to think of what image can I put in that design. You know, we had a student who created bells, and they were floating in the middle, and there was all this negative space on the top and the bottom. So, you know, in order to kind of fill that composition and make it really interesting, he duplicated some of his imagery to fill the space appropriately. Some of the pictures are, are really fun. Tell us about the turtle dove. That, yes. that was one of my favorites. We had a student who kind of played on the, you know, why is a turtle dove called a turtle dove? And she kind of took it in a literal sense. And she created, you know, this hybrid turtle, half turtle, half dove imagery. Mm-hmm. So they really took creative license with these pieces. Um, you know, they picked them out. I wanted them to choose things that they were interested in. Uh-huh. How is this funded? Um, we actually have uh, received funding from the Consul General of the Federal Republic of Germany in Chicago. And they really like to promote things that um, speak to different communities about uh, German traditions or culture. So this project was really right up their alley, and they, Mm -hmm. they look forward to sponsoring it and helping us cover our printing costs. That's the main um, expense in this whole project is actually having the objects printed or the images printed. And Edwards Creative donates some of their time and resources to this project as well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very, very fun. The students get to um, 
see their artwork on a, a building out in front of everyone in the public and they can take family by and basically between the cars passing on the Centennial Bridge, there's maybe about 15,000 viewers of this project each day. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. At least um, I know when my kids were involved in the arts, they would just bring something home and it really wasn't anything that was viewed by the public. You know, If they entered a contest or something, it was very limited viewing. But 15,000 people a day coming over the bridge, all those people get to look up and see these, oh, these yes. windows. So, And um, last year actually our um, press releases and all of our media related to this project got picked up at Des Moines Register and actually oh. appeared in German Life magazine. Fantastic. So it really, really <laughs> spread. It's pretty exciting. Fantastic. That's really great. How long will it be up? So we're actually keeping it up through January 7th, which is our community open house. So we invite the whole community into the building and to enjoy our exhibits. And uh, one of which was also created by seventh graders in the Creative Arts Academy. And that's called Toys Through Time. And the whole entire seventh grade class, which is about 50 students, put together um, a real exhibit. They actually researched, designed, and installed this exhibit. So that'll be up. That's the last day for our Toys for Time exhibit. It'll be the last day for the giant advent calendar, but we'll have um, a play. We'll have some cookies and punch and all sorts of goodies for everyone to stop down to the German Heritage Center and enjoy. So if you've not seen it yet, stop by at any time during the day or you can see the illuminated advent calendar at night. Every day through Christmas Eve, the images are revealed at about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Congratulations to the 7th grade students at the Creative Arts Academy in Davenport for working on the project. Kelly Lau from the German American Heritage Center and Colleen Tomlinson from the Creative Arts Academy in Davenport. Thanks for coming by today. My pleasure. Thank you. This has been Carolyn Martin, Talking Art in the Quad Cities for WVIK. Our theme music is provided by a Quad City legend, the late Ellis Kell.